Hey everybody and welcome to a special bonus episode of My Sentiments Exactly. My name is Kay and I'm your host. For those who may not know, November is National Diabetes Month and I'm so excited to have a special guest, Cassie Savino, with me on the show to help bring awareness. MSE Podcast is dedicated to talking about the hard stuff and facilitating the conversations necessary for growth, healing, transformation, and genuine community. Now it's your turn. My hope is that you finish this episode feeling empowered to continue the conversation with those around you. One way you can do that is by purchasing the MSE Podcast Conversation Starters Deck available at bygracenp.com. May these cards inspire you to speak out and be heard, and may you be authentically embraced for the uniqueness of your journey. All right, so Cassie, Mm -hmm. um, November is National Diabetes Month, um, and I wanted to just give you, you know, space to speak about your diagnosis Um, First of all, just, you know, if you can just tell us a little bit about um, leading up to your diagnosis and, you know, just anything else that you feel is important um, as it relates to your your diagnosis. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I was diagnosed right before my sixth birthday, similar to your brother. Um, Yes, yeah, it was in May, um, and my birthday's in June, so it was a month before. Um, And I will say, you know, I don't remember – specific details kind of leading up to the diagnosis but um, I've been told just through my mother uh, you know kind of what led Mm -hmm. her to take me to the doctors Um, I do it's funny though specifically remember that day that she said you know you're you're not going to school today Uh, we're we're actually going to have to go to the hospital Mm, and okay yes I remember I had um like a play vanity set and I was brushing my hair, getting ready for school. And that's what she came in. Um, and I, you know, was like, what, why? <laughs> but, yeah. um, and I thought maybe we were just going for the day, but I actually ended up spending a week. Yeah. Um, in children's hospital of Philadelphia where really I was learning what diabetes was. Um, and my parents mm-hmm. and I were learning how to manage this. Um, but what had, kind of brought me to that point was actually my mom was noticing I was drinking excessively. Okay. Um, And she joked, she didn't know, like, that was a a sign of possible, Mm -hmm. you know, type 1 diabetes. She thought, why is this kid constantly drinking water? And um, I would, I kept saying, you know, I have to go to the bathroom. And she'd be like, well, because you keep drinking. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) So that's what she said. Something's not right here. So that's what she called my doctor, and they said, "Why? Why don't you bring her in? We're gonna we're gonna test her for something. She may that's a sign of um, type one diabetes." Yeah. So considering that you were so young, mm-hmm. how was it? You know, being in in school. You know, especially right. by that. I guess you were in kindergarten or yes. Yeah. Okay. So you know, just growing up, you know you know, trying to play and, and other mm-hmm. things, how how was that, you know, um, factoring right. that in, yeah? Yeah, 
I think the biggest kind of learning curve for me was now there was always this thing that I had to think about yep. where before, you know, you're a kid, you're carefree. Um, yeah. Maybe your only worry is right. What time recess is, but exactly. Yeah. That was for me, this, this thing of, okay, well now I have to think what I'm eating and mm-hmm. um, how much yeah. of something I'm eating and giving, obviously giving a kid injections uh, is yeah. never fun. So that was, yeah. you know, fun for me. And, but learning also kind of the dangers of diabetes and mm-hmm. what for me to be careful of certain things. So, right. For example, yeah. you know, you mentioned kind of playing and making sure if I'm running around that I have a snack. So my blood sugar doesn't yep. drop. Um, yeah. So definitely as a kid, having this thing to just always consider and think about where before you didn't was difficult mm-hmm. for me. Um, and it also was difficult, I think, because you see other kids, right, just living their lives. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, why can't I be like that? Uh, I know mm-hmm. I struggled with that in the beginning. And then definitely, you know, we kind of were just talking in the teenage years, you you don't want to have to think about these things. Um, yeah. You just want to yeah. eat whatever you want. Exactly. <laughs> you know, um, so, exactly. so that's, yeah, that was difficult. Um, and as I mentioned, it, it took me a while to get to a place where um, I'm okay with having this thing that I have to consider. Uh, I can manage it well um, and I'm healthy because for a while, you know, when you, your sugars are not good or they're not level, you don't feel good. So mm-hmm. that's always really, really frustrating. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I'm I'm definitely sure about that. Mm-hmm. Um, what are any misconceptions or have you come across any, you know, stereotypes or um, mm-hmm. misconceptions, whether it's from, you know, classmates or just, just whoever else um, that you would, you feel are associated with diabetes? Yeah, I, a lot of, I think, misconceptions kind of are around the difference between type 1 diabetes and type 2 okay. diabetes. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I think because, at least in my experience, when I say, oh, I have diabetes, people say, well, you don't look like you have diabetes. Yeah, um, oh, that's interesting. Well, right, yeah. That How do you, you look like? Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> my sometimes have like a stamp on my forehead that says diabetes. I, I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't look like you have diabetes. Right, yeah. Um, but, and that's what, oh, well, why don't you just diet and exercise, which is, okay. you know, yep. the primary difference between type 1 is, Yes. The organ in your body that is producing insulin just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not producing insulin. Uh, with type 2, it's producing insulin, but it's having trouble doing so. And so that sometimes can be corrected um, mm-hmm. or, you know, you can improve kind of your lifestyle where your pancreas is not having trouble producing insulin. So that's a huge misconception that I've come across um, is people – still, which I find funny, um, <laughs> don't recognize the difference, that there is a difference uh, yeah. between type 1 yeah. and type 2 diabetes. I mean, even family members, <laughs> when I was yeah. first diagnosed, um, they were trying, because re- diabetes doesn't run in my family. So okay, well. we were, yeah, curious, okay. you know, where did this come from? And I remember my grandmother said, oh, well, my brother has diabetes. And oh. well, no, he had he had type 2 diabetes. I have type 1. So there's still um, misconceptions gotcha. even within my own family about 
where I got diabetes. Um, so that's definitely, I think, a big thing. Um, mm -hmm. Another is that we can't eat sugar or there's certain foods we can't eat. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm going to be the first to tell you, if I want a piece of cake, I'm going to have a piece of cake. <laughs> um, it's just it. about, <laughs> yes. Yeah, you just got to um, monitor. <laughs> exactly. Giving yourself the correct dosage, exactly, um, yeah. monitoring your sugar. And so that's what a lot of people say, oh, you have sugar-free things. Well, you know, maybe, but if, again, I see a cupcake, I'm not going <laughs> to refrain yeah. from eating it. Um, so that's definitely a big misconception is we can't eat certain foods. Now, exactly. you know, sometimes there are certain, you know, really sugary drinks that to me, it's not worth the high sugar spike, but mm -hmm. like a, uh, I don't know, pumpkin spice muffin, that's worth it to me. That's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so that's a big one. And then something that I just recently kind of found out with being pregnant and a diabetic Okay. Um, is during my pregnancy a big, I wouldn't say misconception, but generalization is that, well, you're a diabetic, so you're going to have a big baby. Um, what? My daughter was actually small. She was born at five pounds and four oh, ounces. Where did that even come from, though? So um, kind of the generalization with that is because insulin doesn't pass through the placenta, but sugar does. So when oh, okay. your sugar levels are higher, um, the baby is okay. trying to, you know, make up for that. So their insulin that's being produced is tr making up for that sugar um, that's being passed through your placenta. And insulin is a growth hormone, so they're growing faster. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Um, you know, but if, if you're having good control, then that's not going to be a huge issue. Um, you're not automatically deemed okay you're having a big baby just because you're diabetic so that's something yeah, that's um, I mean even in the medical community in my experience that I came across when I was pregnant really yes wow um, I was warned about it a lot and, you know I said listen I, my sugars are great <laughs> my a1c when I was pregnant was 4.4 <laughs> so, okay, um, you know like I, I have this under control um, yeah you know I understand the concern because Yes, obviously that's um, something that happens, but, you know, it doesn't happen to every person. So that's a big generalization uh, I came across. Yeah, and even if you had a big baby, I mean. Right, there's also their genetics. <laughs> you know? As long as they're healthy, that's all that matters. Yes, no, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's very interesting. I hadn't heard about. I I know you know with the food thing, mm -hmm. um, but I didn't know about um, all the other all the other things. So in terms yeah. of you, you know, being a mom, and thanks for sharing that about you know your experience while pregnant. Mm -hmm. Um, I know you're you're a breastfeeding mom. Yes. So how has that? Um, have there been any? Have you received anything as far as like <laughs> with you breastfeeding? Like, oh, you shouldn't. Um, you shouldn't breastfeed or, you know, just any, uh, mm -hmm. I, I guess, I don't, I'm not sure how to, how to work right, that. Yeah, kind of yeah. warnings, I guess. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's, it's really interesting because I think breastfeeding in general um, is so pushed on mothers to do um, yep. in a way that you almost feel guilty if for some reason you, you can't or you choose yeah. not to. Mm -hmm. um, so, 
you know, breastfeeding was something I had wanted to try and was ho- hoping it would work. Um, mm-hmm. But right as a diabetic, you're also um, not straight away from it in any means, but kind of, right, kind of warned, like, okay, okay. well, your sugars will drop, so you have to be really careful um, about that, which is true. Um, you know, breastfeeding okay. is basically like a workout almost. You're burning um, all these calories. Yeah. So um, <laughs> that's going to drop your sugar levels. Okay. Um, so that's what I was, you know, kind of warned about, which did happen. So luckily I was, you know, prepared as I could be. Um, mm-hmm. So I made sure I have a snack while breastfeeding. Um, you know, there's also still been times to this day that my sugar is still dropping um, or, you know, I didn't have a right amount of sugar uh, mm-hmm. to prevent it. So okay. that's definitely kind of not a huge challenge, just again, something that you have to consider, yeah, um, have you. to think about, but it hasn't, you know, deterred me in any way or luckily caused any major issues or complications. I know I've heard from other women who are diabetic and breastfeed that, I mean, their sugar drops dangerously low where they, mm-hmm. they're passing out. Um, wow. And that's really okay. scary. So I understand, yeah. you know, that, but luckily, um, my sugars are kind of leveling out now. I think in the beginning, okay. breastfeeding um, was definitely, you know, would drop them drastically. Okay. But now that I've kind of, that's evened out. Um, and I, again, I know to be prepared for it. Okay, good. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Um, I guess something that, you know, just, just crossed my mind is, you know, considering that you, you're a mom mm-hmm. um, and that diabetes doesn't, well, type 1, you know, doesn't run in your family. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have any, I mean, anxieties about, um, because was this your first child or? Yes, this is my first. Okay. Okay. So like, did you have any anxieties as far as like, what if my child mm-hmm. ends up having, you know, diabetes? Did that even right. cross your mind? It did. Um, okay. But I know, I think the statistics are, I believe there's only a 3% chance that she could have diabetes. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, you know, there was more anxiety for me around keeping my sugars good to have it not affect her while she was in gotcha. the womb. That was, yeah, okay. that was, I think, okay. the major anxiety. The fact she could maybe have diabetes, again, crossed my mind, um, but because the statistics are so low on that and also it doesn't run in my family, um, mm-hmm. that wasn't that wasn't, I think, the main focus point throughout yeah, my pregnancy. Sure. Um, and I, you know, I, I hope she doesn't <laughs> for her sake. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, yeah. But if she does, I'm, you know, I know this disease. I've had it for almost 22 years now. So yeah. I will help her any way that I can. But definitely um, just her getting here was the focus. Yes, yeah. right, exactly. Yeah. Her I, being I, healthy. I'm sure I don't know, like. <laughs> different anxieties come not even just with diabetes but with anything especially oh, when it sure. comes to health and, and medical things yeah you know you start to wonder like okay and especially when you're you know starting a family mm-hmm. um you really you know you fill out about family medical history when you go to the doctor right. but it, it takes a whole new meaning when you're starting a family yes no absolutely um, right yeah you're so like that's, oh that's why crap, I, I didn't that. yeah <laughs> 
you know? Exactly. Like, whether it's high blood pressure, like, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what it is. Like, that family history, just, <laughs> it, it hits differently when you start yes. family. <laughs> yes, you pay more attention when they're asking you, yeah, in <laughs> yeah. the appointment. Yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah, so so that's, I'm, first of all, I'm glad that she was born healthy and that um, you were able to manage you know, your blood sugar and, and all of that um, while you were pregnant. Um, Thank so you. congratulations. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It was probably one of the most difficult um, but rewarding things, you know, I'm I've sure. ever experienced. So yeah, I, yeah. I definitely, way, you know. <laughs> I'm sure it encourages you like, okay, I can do this. Like, I mean, you, yeah. you know you can before, but it's like when you have, have reached a, a milestone, you know, after right. worrying like, you know, am I going to be able to, you know, carry her, you know, mm-hmm. with this, um, getting past that is just kind of like a, a breath of fresh air, like, okay, I can. Oh, absolutely. I, I can do this. Yeah. 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 No, I, it was definitely, you know, um, my husband and I, before we got married, said we, want, we wanted to start a family. Um, mm-hmm. And I was definitely concerned over having diabetes just from again kind of the generalizations that you're told um Mm -hmm. and reading other things about how strict you have to be with your sugars um Mm -hmm. and you know as as well managed as my diabetes was there absolutely were times where my sugar levels you know went high um Mm -hmm. or went really low and um it i just i wish i understand you know doctors really want to err on the side of caution so they're not going to tell you if your blood sugar goes high um, after a meal once in a while. It's so it's it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's I think one of the biggest things I wish I just could tell every diabetic who is pregnant. You know, give yourself grace with that. Um, mm-hmm. You you're doing a great job, and you know, again, a high isn't going to cause these damaging effects. Um, so I yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good. What advice um, would you offer to um, others that have been diagnosed, um, which I know, you know, with type 1, it's kind of tricky because you're mm-hmm. usually diagnosed as a, as a child mm-hmm. um, or at a young age. Yes. Um, so I'm not sure what advice you could give <laughs> in that respect, but I, I didn't want you to feel like you had to give advice for type 2 because that's not your um you know, your, right. your diagnosis. So I guess those that have been diagnosed with type 1, whether they're younger or, you know, they're they're older now, mm-hmm. um, what advice would you offer them? Yeah, I think actually even with type 2 and type 1, kind of what I said about diabetes and pregnancy, get, give yourself grace. This disease <laughs> is really unpredictable. Um, yeah. There's days you can do everything right and your sugars just say, yeah. nah, don't really <laughs> feel like cooperating. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> and it, it can it can really mentally wear on you but if you remember that you know you are acting as this organ in your body um mm-hmm. yeah so that's so you true. are prone to human error and and that's okay um yeah so I think definitely you know give yourself grace um and again you know eat the damn cupcake <laughs> that's okay <laughs> that's definitely you know don't feel like, and again, everybody is different when it comes to that. So do what works for you, but mm-hmm. um, don't, don't restrict yourself in any way, even, you know, with food or experiences because you, you think 
this disease is really limiting. Um, yeah. You know, you, you are in control of it and it's, it will be okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, even yeah. though it's, it's hard not to like, don't lose yourself, right. And forget to live you Absolutely. Know, and, and enjoy life and, um, not get so tied into, you know, the disease that you, um, you know, miss the beautiful things. And um, like you said, gracing yourself is, is definitely important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure you, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's okay. That's okay. I was just going to say, um, I'm sure that you um, are into, you know, the the diabetes awareness and, and all of that. So you could probably give a bit more um information as far as how um how to help and uh, mm -hmm. I know there are a lot of organizations and um and things out there but have you found specific ways that maybe you encourage other people who want to help um to you know bring awareness and um just be of assistance mm -hmm. uh to, to those that have been diagnosed um I, I just wanted to give you the space to share that um just practical ways uh for those that want to help out yeah, absolutely. Um, mm -hmm. A big organization um, that I have kind of been a part of when I was younger and then a little bit now is the Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, they used to host kind of these big annual walks, um, and you can do anything from, you know, join a team or okay. um, volunteer, and then they also host a lot of different kind of events throughout the country, summits. Mm -hmm. Um, that you can go and even just learn. I think, you know, kind of another piece of advice I would offer that I've only recently come into myself is connect with other diabetics. So, you know, okay, it, yeah. you don't have to feel so isolated and alone. And I think mm -hmm. social media especially is such a great, you know, there's arguments about all the negative side effects of social media, but I think one of the mm -hmm. positives is that you can create this community um, and connect with other people that you wouldn't normally have. So, um, you know, there's a lot of other diabetics that are much more kind of active um, on social media than I am, mm -hmm. but that really just talk about the day-to-day -day kind of things. Um, but, yeah, as far as helping, I would definitely look into the into JDRF, um, as it's called, yeah. and kind of see what different volunteer opportunities they have. Obviously, um, donations so that they can continue the research they're doing to hopefully one day cure this disease. I know um, they're kind of close. I'm really hoping there's a cure in my lifetime. Um, yeah. So yeah. definitely, you know, volunteer, go look there. Um, donations, obviously, um, mm -hmm. little things like that. Okay. Yeah, that, that definitely sounds good. Um, and, you know, just gives a, a, it's good to hear from those, you know, that are going through it. Right. Um, you know, of course, it's good to try to help in any way, but it's once you actually get it from the person, it it helps to know, like, what I'm doing is actually, it's been recommended, yes. um, you know, and it's actually going towards the cause. Um, right. So, that, so that's important. Um, and I just wanted to thank you for coming on and just sharing your um, experience um, and just bringing awareness. Um, I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so, so much for having me. I'm so um, glad that you reached out and that, you know, there's a space to be able to talk about this stuff because it is an important and we don't, you know, get to talk about it every day. <laughs> yeah. To talk about yeah. diabetes every day. Um, yeah. 
but definitely, you know, during this month where we're raising awareness, I think um, it's important to have these conversations and learn more about things maybe you didn't know before. So I really appreciate you asking me to come on. Oh, yeah, of course. No problem. So thank you to everyone for tuning in and make sure that you connect with Cassie on social media. Did you enjoy this episode? I'd love for you to continue the conversation with those around you. One way you can do that is by purchasing the MSE Podcast Conversation Starter Stick, available at bygracenp.com. Be sure to leave a review on one of MSE's listening platforms, share with a friend, and join the My Sentiments Exactly podcast community on social media at MSE Podcast. The podcast is available for listening on all major streaming platforms, bygracenp.com, and on my mobile app. Hope to hear from you soon.